0: Hello, Pastor Deborah here again. Once again, it's another day, kind of breezy and overcast, very windy. I'm here, and we're going to do another global teleministry episode. We've been working as the board shows you behind us, Isaiah sixty-one. We're slowly working through the verses. Learning about some wonderful things... That I think will help you... Help others... Definitely going to help the earth... And the creatures on it. Right now let's go back to verse 1... And sort of recap what we're talking about. Let me get my Bible... And if I accidentally... When I put it up on my laptop... If I accidentally cut it off, I'll restart it. Yes, Wilbur, what is it? We're in the garden. Yes, we're in the garden. And you're teaching Yes. Can the flowers come? Yes, the flowers. Can the birds? Yes. Uh, the cherubim is telling me. He's telling you what? There's a whole bunch of people coming right now through the gates. Okay, okay. Go get them. Send the bluebirds, lead them over here to this section of the garden, and we'll wait just a few minutes. I'll get myself my Bible, the Word of God, and then we'll begin. Okay? All right. Whew! I made it. I didn't stop my taping. Okay, Isaiah 61 is everybody sitting down got your listening ears on your spiritual listening ears good got your spiritual eyes everybody's looking this way what that creature next to you smiling at you? well sure honey they love you they've been waiting for you to come into their garden it's been a long time without you here you didn't know you were supposed to be in here? Well, no, you had really no memory of it. But that's where we all got started, in the garden called Eden. Eden means the pleasure and delight of the Lord, the Heavenly Father. The spot on earth, right in His gaze, where He can come and be comfortable and we can run and play and hold hands and just be happy, happy, happy. You didn't know about that? Well, that's okay. You're here now. How did you get here? Your heart was seeking something, and something was wooing you and drawing you. You could be in another nation, in a different time zone, sound asleep, at least physically. Or you could be on the job somewhere. Did you know that people's spirits can leave their body any time? Even when their biological body and their soul is conscious, they can be two places at once. So let's get started. Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon the Word. Pastor Deborah. Because the Lord has anointed Pastor Deborah and the Word and that young man that came long ago. His name was Christ Jesus. He was the first anointed one in a long, long time. Our ancestor, who you may not know yet, his name was Adam. He was anointed. But the anointing and the pattern that he was made after was always this Christ, this first begotten of the living Father. So we are told in this book called Isaiah something is coming back. Yes, we lost this anointing, we lost this Spirit of the Lord. It was inside a kingdom that was inside Adam. A kingdom of rulership and management and leadership. A whole government. It was made up of love and joy and peace. What happened to it? Well, when Adam disobeyed his mommy and daddy. Because he was a very young man. It had to leave because it could only stay in when the soul, the spirit, the heart of this Adam, especially his spirit and his mind were in obedience. One with, following after, the voice of this God who said, there's a tree over there, it's in the middle. It's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now this little Adam didn't know what that was. It had some kind of fruit on it. Some people think maybe it was an apple tree or a lemon tree. Cherry or an olive tree. Nobody knows. But this young child, this Adam. He was told, don't you eat of it now. Because when you do... You will surely die. Now this young one didn't know much. He didn't know what die meant. But die was prophesied. So for a long, long time this little young guy named Adam didn't eat from it, didn't touch it. He knew it was there. Didn't know what good or evil was. But he obeyed. Everything was fine going along. And he was naming animals, giving them their nature, their character, and their purpose. And then one day, this Heavenly Father said, Son, it is not good that you're alone down there. You need a helpmate. So, a lot of animals got created. But this Father said, No, they can help you in one way, but they're not what I'm really thinking of. So, I'm going to put you to sleep. So, he did. How? I don't know was the first surgery so Adam goes to sleep maybe in a trance and God takes one of his ribs that was made from the dust of the earth that was sort of like a suit of clothes covering this spiritual being took that rib which was curved that's what ribbed means curved and he formed a helpmate a physical body made out of the dust that had a spirit being in it just like Adam and this was going to be his helpmate this Adam couldn't really connect to the biological world yet he was more spirit he had bright lights on him clothes that were light he could see but he couldn't he had no shame in him, no dishonor. So this helpmate comes out. Oh uh, it looked just like a dom, had a head and arms and chest, but they were called breast, had a uh, legs, and when it was brought to this young man, to the man, he was supposed to say Oh this is now my spiritual helpmate. But he didn't. His biological eyes only saw biological dust, dirt, flesh, and bone. So here's what he named it. Oh, you're just bone and flesh. You're from me. You're a part of my flesh and bone. Therefore, I'm going to call you woman, which means W-O, womb, man. You are the spiritual being who has a biological body that will carry a womb now he didn't know what that meant but that's the place where new biological bodies were going to be created so more little spirit beings could come into it and eventually we would have a whole bunch of people on the earth so soon as he said this Adam in his ignorance and innocence remember he had not eaten from the other tree was in the middle, it was called the tree of life. He hadn't eaten from it. He wasn't in his permanent state yet he was like a growing developing When we see a little baby, what it looks like in the mind that it has is a brand-new baby, an infant, a toddler is not what it turns out to be as an adult. Now, God had already had experiences with creating creatures, living beings, poof, fully adult and mature. Full knowledge, never have to learn anything, never have to be tested. And they were given free will. And what happened was they were to freely choose with all of this knowledge that they were servants. And he was their creator and they were to choose to serve him. Now they had a lot of knowledge, but not all knowledge. So he said, I had trouble with one of those guys. His name was Lucifer. He was a high cherubim. He covered my presence. He was on the mountain with me. He was a mighty one. I'd speak through him, sing through him. My light shined through him. He had one-third of all the angels in heaven under his authority and dominion. And he was supposed to do things. And he was supposed to have all that one-third of the living creatures and the angels carry out these orders. And he was to continually and always choose to serve, be respectful of, obey this Creator This creator had presented himself to these creatures upon their burst into life as a king. They were brought on the scene into a kingdom. There was already thrones. And this big guy, the creator, was already sitting on the throne as the king. So these creatures already knew they had free will. They were to obey. Well, Lucifer didn't. Which is another story. So when God created this new creature. Which we learn more about him in Genesis one twenty six, About being made in the image and likeness. After this God. God said, I'm not going to repeat that mistake. I'm not going to give them eternal life yet. That means a permanent, eternal life. Knowledge and status. Because if I do, and they have all knowledge and all information with their free will, like Lucifer did, and they disobey, they are permanently and eternally stuck in that position as a traitor to the kingdom of heaven and its king. And they will have to suffer the eternal punishment that I've created called the lake of fire. And they will be eternally tormented for being a treason, a tra- traitor. He said, I don't want that for my children. So, I'm not going to allow them to be created with all knowledge. But the tree was there. And they, as children, they could freely choose to eat from it. But they didn't. They probably ate other things, I guess. So what happened was this Adam had an anointing on him. He had the spirit of the Lord upon him. It was the Holy Spirit and inside the Holy Spirit was the whole government and kingdom of this high place, this place called heaven. Because Adam was never born in heaven. He had never seen heaven. It would be like if you were an early traveler, and we'll call them pilgrims, came to America. Your mom and dad come over here, and they're from England. and But you get born in America. You know nothing about England. Only what they told you. So this young Adam never was born in heaven. It was his homeland, his home country. But he wasn't and he was sort of from there and he had parents that were from there but he never was there himself he was here on this planet called earth so he carried with him a governor inside of his spirit to help his spirit learn about who he was who this king was his father help him to grow and develop the culture of heaven inside of his spirit learn the rules learn the consequences for messing up teach him and train him and teach him to grow up and be a royal citizen of that kingdom here on earth so that was our first ancestor who had the anointing but due to the fall when they disobeyed he ate of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil with the help of lucifer who by that time had also he had been kicked out became a traitor he bewitched the helpmate these are all fast stories here so he lost this anointing and this young man named jesus christ said we got to bring it back This Christ Jesus was the very expressed thoughts and ideas. The word of God himself. He said, I'm going to send my word, which was disobeyed. But I'm going to come in a different way. I legally have to be a human. I have to be a spirit with the Holy Spirit inside, inside the dirt. If I'm going to be... Whoops. A legal spiritual being. That was the rules he had set up. Even Satan and his demons down here are illegal unless they are inside the dirt body and inside of the spirit, the exact place that the anointing, the spirit of the Lord, was. That's the only legal pattern for being a ruler and a leader down here so in Isaiah 61 we're hearing about this spirit of the Lord that it was going to be with some young man on a word that he was bringing and eventually got on Pastor Deborah and many other people around the world he said he's anointed me to proclaim good tidings to the meek to all of humanity, proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison doors to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the very day of vengeance. and to comfort all that mourn in Zion to give to them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning the garments of praise for their spirit of heaviness we were a mess yes you guys right out there Your spirits were a mess. And it had filtered in. And what happened was. When the anointing left Adam. The spirit. Became one in a marriage. Bound in prison to the flesh. And bone to this helpmate. The spirit sunk down. Had no anointing on it anymore. And all these things we just listed. That was the condition. And still is of most of humanity they're in that condition well why did God want to come back and help them because he loved us he wanted children like him Genesis 1 26 does I want children made like me in my image and after my likeness and I want them to do certain things on planet earth just like I do in heaven And we can talk about that in another one. As we work through uh, Isaiah 61. So he said, I'm going to help them with the spirit of the Lord. I'm going to do a lot of things for them. As we just read, we need a lot of things done to help us. He said, I want them to become trees, pillars, strong foundations of righteousness. Right standing with the law. Of the king. And the kingdom of heaven. Got to get them back. Something has to be done. To pay for when they disobeyed. A deed was done. There was a traitor. All of humanity became a traitor. To the laws of the kingdom. Of love, joy and peace. They disobeyed. We're going to have to punish somebody. This young man. Named Christ Jesus. Was going to be that. Punishment. He was going to sacrifice himself for all of humanity. Because we learned later that the greatest love you could ever have was to lay down your life for somebody else, even though you didn't do it, take their punishment so they can live. And those are all the more stories we can talk about. So, what happened is God wanted to make humanity. Trees, which means strong, powerful, and mighty things of righteousness. He wanted to be able to tell everybody, I planted those. I did that. I took what was a desolate, dry, person spirit. I put new plants in them. I rebirthed them as a tree of righteousness. So he could be glorified in front of this Lucifer. Who had become Satan and all of his one third of the angels. And all of creation. He was also going to glorify himself with himself. Everything was going to know. He did this. He had the power. He was going to defeat this traitor. Satan. Satan. He was going to defeat hell, death, and the grave that was to hold, that was holding humanity in prisons and in cells in hell that could not come into his presence. Could not come back in here, sweetie, in the garden. That cherubim and flaming sword, that would not let you pass until your heart started seeking this stuff. He was going to show himself and glorify himself. In the right image and likeness of mercy and compassion. He's going to be a righteous judge. He was going to show forgiveness. Lucifer and the angel they did not get to see any of this. No angel saw any mercy to the other angels. There was no hope for them. They were created free will, and they had the law inside of them. They knew. And they freely chose. Out of lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. They wanted to take over the kingdom of heaven. They were not satisfied just being servants. They wanted to be the masters that served no one, like Sauron and the Lord of the Rings. We see that in a lot of nations and countries right now. The leaders, they're just like Satan because they have his nature. His image and likeness. They are ruled by the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes. And the pride of life. And we wonder why they are so evil and wicked. To their own people. Why they steal the riches out of the nation. Why they don't live a godly life. Because they can't. Their soul which serves Satan. And they are full. Of this image and likeness of another. This dark satanic nature of Satan. They're full of ignorance and darkness. And that is what rules them. So this God was going to fix us. To show himself off. And to glorify himself. In the front of everybody. Alright. Now we're going to pick up in verse 4 where we were last time that was sort of a quick history lesson so I may have to stop and go fix lunch here verse 4 in the last one we had talked about and after somebody becomes a tree of righteousness he didn't just do it for you to sit down and sing or think you're going to heaven and sit on a cloud and play with a harp all day you got work to do Most people get this, become a tree of righteousness and they're still living. Why? Because there's things for us to do. If you are here in the garden, you have a physical body, you are still on planet Earth, you have work to do. You have others to talk to, others to reach, to bring them into the garden, to tell them about this Spirit of the Lord and this loving Father. And if your body is still alive and you're still here, even if you're in a coma, or you're laying in a hospital bed, intubated with, you can't talk or see or nothing, you are still here and your spirit can still work. We got work to do. So these trees of righteousness are going to build up some old waste. They had a lot of work to do in themselves, in their spirit, to, to build up these old things that had just taken over. We got to clean out the cobwebs, rebuild these new concepts, ideas, and philosophies. We got a lot of old waste up here. Need to get a broom and sweep them out. We have to then put in new things. Alright, for today's video, we're going to talk about And they who, the trees of righteousness That's right, all of you guys out there in the garden They shall raise up the former desolations What does that mean? Well, the scripture verse tells us to go to another one which is how i learn to study and we follow out the references mine says let's go to isaiah 49:8 so i'm going to turn over there excuse my papers oops we're still taping okay 49 8 and here's what it says. Thus says the Lord in an acceptable time, right now. When this spirit of the Lord was coming through this Christ Jesus and now through Pastor Deborah, it is the acceptable time for you guys for the earth. Now, have I heard you anybody? Everybody's hearing. Okay. But how many people are not hearing what you hear? And in the day of salvation. Now that means we were in a mess. We couldn't help ourselves. Couldn't get out of the mud. We see that on LinkedIn. We'll see animals trapped in bogs, swamps, crevices. And they need help. They need saving to get on with their life. Humanity's the same way. Our spirit needed saving. It needed help. It needed somebody to come along and get us out of this mess. Well, we've been trying through mental health, medicine, science, operations, parenting, leadership classes. All that does is talking to the soul. And the soul, he'll sit there. He ain't going to change. If he does change. It's only for his purposes. To get glory. For himself. Not to bring glory. To the kingdom of heaven. And it's king. So he says. In verse 8. I've helped you. The spirit of the Lord. Is going to help us. And I will preserve you. That means I will keep you. Okay, I'm going to help you be safe. And live. Because if you don't get out of this mess you're in. Out of that mud. And that quicksand. That darkness. That self. You will not survive. You're going to a place you don't want to go. It's already been decreed. You're going down there where there's flames and demonics and you're tortured you're thirsty for eternity he doesn't want that for you I don't want that so he said I've come to save you from that because that's where you're going yes all of you sitting out there if you don't accept this wonderful gift of love from him and his hand of help it's where you're going That's why he's brought you here so you can make a free will decision. Some people say, I'll get fire insurance. That's okay. He'll take it. But he's saying that's where you're heading. And he doesn't want that for you. Because after that, now, there are some things Pastor Deborah and him do. We do go down into hell, and I preach. When he wants to go down there and tell everybody who's there about him, I go. I have a great story on the website. It's called 72 Virgins. Go read it and believe that I can come get you, but I don't want to have to come get you down there. So he brings you here now. Before that physical body is, gives out and dies, that's why we're doing this. It's bringing you to this garden of love, joy, and peace, with Pastor Deborah. So he says, "I have helped you through His Word, His Spirit of the Lord, that are both here." The Word is on earth. The Spirit of the Lord is here. They're coming through, Pastor Deborah. The Garden of Eden is here on earth. He's reaching out to you. He's trying to help you, those guys from Isaiah 61 in that mess. And I'll preserve you. I'll keep you. I will save you for all eternity. And give you for a covenant. Of the people. When you get saved, he says, I'll make a deal with you. Now go help other people. We're in a deal here. Me and Pastor Deborah's got it. I'm in a covenant with him, a legal agreement to go help other people, to be a legal representative of the kingdom for him and his message. I have full authority as an ambassador. I'm a government official. Of a spiritual kingdom. I got full authority. And I have diplomatic immunity down here. I can do war. Against the demonics. They didn't create this earth. Or the kingdom. Or the garden of Eden. They just took it over. Perverted it. And when little old Adam disobeyed, all the sperm and the eggs changed from the father and mother's loving image to a satanic image. Genes and DNA were changed and perverted. And people asked, well, why was this child born with some physical disabilities? Changed DNA, satanic. God didn't do that. That's Satan's nature. Death. Perversion. Wickedness. He changed the earth. The earth actually became cursed. I'm going to stop the tape. So I can turn to that section. So you can see the earth. The physical dirt body. Became cursed. Which is part of the earth. Cursed with death. And then you wonder why little babies are born with deformities, why the body is unhealthy, why the earth does not produce like it should? Why we see what we used to be a beautiful continent called Africa, half of its desert. Saudi Arabia used to have trees and living water. It's now sand. Why? I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna stop and come back. I'm back. Had to go get this different Bible that I was. Read, that I keep in my car, and I was reading. Now we were talking about why babies are born. Why did God have to save us? And did you know He's even going to have to create brand new Earth for us? Cause this Earth is a mess. The trees, the animals, the resources, the weather. And I want you to listen how it got there. We're back in Genesis. Genesis 3. This is right after, oh, Adam decided to eat that fruit he wasn't supposed to eat. And God comes down and calls to the man. He says, where are you? What you doing? Something happened, didn't it? Can't see you. I know you're there because I put you there. But something's happened. It's not like it was. Where are you? And Adam said, well, I heard you in the garden. This was verse 10, 310 in Genesis. And I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. What? You had never knew you were naked. You had never hid from the voice of the God. Something had happened. And then God said to this Adam, who told you that you were naked? Did you eat from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? Then the man, that's the spirit part, replied, "Well, the woman that helpmate that you gave to be with me. She gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate." me hear that it's not my fault. She did it. He did it. They did it. Somebody else did it." So, the Lord God asked the woman, what is this that you have done? And the woman said, "Ah, it was the serpent. He deceived me. He bewitched me. And I ate. Not my fault. I was bewitched. I didn't know any better. I didn't finish high school. My parents didn't teach me. They kept me in ignorance. And the Lord God said unto the serpent. Now this was the dirt animal that Lucifer. Whoop, let me see how we can do this. Here, Here's the serpent. Lucifer was inside of it. So God says to the serpent. Because you have done this in verse 14. You are cursed more than any livestock. And more than any wild animal. You will move on your belly and eat dust all the days of your life. A lot of people think the serpent had some legs and it became the snake with no legs slithering on the ground. I will put hostility between you and the woman. Now he's talking to Satan. Satan, you ain't going to like woman. I'm going to put some anger and you're going to hate her because you did this. And between your seed, that means your words, your children to come, and her seed. So we're going to go have a battle right there between humans and humans, between some seeds of Satan and some of this woman. We're going to have a mess right there. Prophesied. He, this seed of this woman, will strike your head, your authority, your dominion down here, and you will strike his heel, you'll kill him, But he gonna get you bigger cause he gonna get your authority, the very head we always hear you want to kill a snake, cut the head off, and he said to the woman. I will intensify your labor pains. And you will bear children in anguish. Your desire will be for your husband. You will want him to love you and be with you and be kind to you. In a wonderful relationship. Yet he will rule over you. There it is right there. Old Testament. The religions picked it up in every culture. Man was to dominate was part of the curse over the female. There you go. And, and all these women trying to write. You cannot break this curse. It is prophesied. This is how it was to be. Between these bodies of flesh. And these spirits inside of them. Now let's continue. And he said to Adam. Because you listen to your wife's voice and ate from the tree about which I commanded you do not eat from the ground is cursed because of you the physical body became cursed right there The earth itself that was producing trees and fruit was cursed right there. Out of the mouth of God because of treachery and treason. Disobedience of the first Adam. Then you wonder why we needed the spirit of the Lord God to come and help us. Because this is the mess we were in. The earth was in this mess. Right along with us. It. You will eat from it. By means of painful labor. That's how we get our food now. Painful labor. The earth is not freely giving itself it's cursed because this first Adam disobeyed all the days of your life it also means the earth the physical body that covers it it's cursed and you will eat from it the flesh and the bones all the days of your life that will be your food spirit man. It, your physical body and the earth itself will produce thorns and thistles for you. It's going to have weeds and sticker burrs. Your flesh is going to produce sickness and diseases. It's going to have viruses and bacteria. The earth itself has mold. In the animals that eat of the land my like viruses we hear that right now COVID-19 coming out of bats that's a thorn and a sisal in the physical body and you will eat the plants of the field trees aren't going to produce to you much it ain't going to be pretty you will eat bread by the sweat of your brow it ain't going to come easy you're going to have to work labor and try to get out of this cursed ground that you cursed yourself because of your disability I gave you this earth to manage and rule and love and care for all you had to do was just not eat from that particular tree keep listening to me and following me But you didn't. That's why Isaiah 61 says. We got to have some help. We are drowning. The earth that we know it as today. Will be destroyed. The sun up there. Is going to burn out. This thing is going to explode. But a new earth. Is going to be created. Now keep listening. And you're going to sweat to eat until you returned to the ground as dust. Since you were taken from it, that is, you will return to dust. Then what happens? Adam and woman got kicked out of this beautiful place that everybody is in. This is what it was like. Then they had a child. And the woman finally got a name. Called Eve. Eve meant the mother of all living. The only thing living. Was the image and likeness of Satan. Traitors. Flesh and bone. The spirit of the Lord God. The kingdom of heaven was gone. From planet earth. Gone from out of the deep. Spiritual recesses. Of these creatures. A child was born the first one his name was Cain and Cain went out and worked the fields and grew crops and stuff and his brother came along named Abel and he raised sheep and in order for their flesh to survive they had to now kill sheep and eat before they were like vegetarians just eating nuts and fruits they didn't eat you animals in the garden you were their friends but now we had to eat flesh flesh and dust and dirt must be sustained by the minerals of the earth so what happened was enabled their brothers And that they knew somehow that they needed to sacrifice something to this God of the garden. They were hoping to get back in his good pleasures. We all try to do it. We apologize. We say we're sorry. We try to make up for it to get back what we lost. A relationship. Maybe some money or something. So Abel took a little sheep, killed it, and burned it on an altar. Where'd he learn that from his mom and dad? Okay. When they fell and they were naked, God said, Okay, I'm going to kill an innocent animal to save you. I can't look at you in your disgraceful appearance. You have no spirit of the Lord. You're nothing but darkness and black. Your image is already changing. You're just black earth I have to cover you with something from it went and killed some baby animal or something put animal skins on them that is and if you study humanity's ancient history you will see humanity wearing animal skins so Abel knew that there was a sacrifice of animal Cain was a little different he was a man of the soil. He going to go grow some crops. So he brought the vegetables from the cursed earth. And tried to sacrifice these things he worked hard over. He labored tomatoes, maybe grapes, corn, wheat. Tried to offer cursed stuff to God. And he said, "Uh, uh-uh, I don't accept that. Do like your brother Abel did. And I'll accept it. Well, Cain didn't like that. He went and killed his brother. Jealousy. There, there you go. First murder. Right there. The first family. We needed Isaiah 61 for sure. So then what happens? Abel dies. His blood spills on this earth. And here's what happened the Lord God said to Cain, Why are you so mad? Why don't you? Why do you look so despondent? If you will sacrifice to me what I ask, instead of bringing me cursed things from the earth, you'll be accepted. So he went and killed his brother. He even deceived him, saying, hey, "Abel, let's go out in the field." And while they were talking, he struck him with a rock. We believe. Then the Lord comes down and says to Cain, Where's your brother? Remember these are now flesh and blood creatures. He's asking Cain, What's up? What'd you do? And Cain says, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Ain't my business to know what he what's going on with him. Well he just killed him, he knew what happened. He ain't gonna talk to tell this god this like telling the judge. What business is of yours? Then God said to Cain. What have you done? Your brother's blood. Cries out to me. From the ground. Did you know every person. Even a baby in the womb. The blood cries out to God. Yes even the little babies in the womb. Every person killed. Beaten. Beaten. Fallen in a war. A battle. That blood cries out. Has a voice. Everything. If God needs. He'll make the rocks have voices. Trees have voices. And he says. Your brother's blood. That means his life. Is calling. And crying out to me. From the ground. So now, Cain, you are cursed up to this point. Adam and this woman named Eve and Cain were not cursed themselves, just the ground. but now he tells Cain, you're cursed. You are alienated from me. you're alienated from the ground that opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood that you have shed if you work the ground it will never again give you its yield you will be a restless wanderer on the earth that is not nice when you kill somebody, your ancestors, Cain, did it. You curse yourself. You've cursed the earth. And a lot of places ask me for money to help with food and orphan Because the earth is cursed. The governments are cursed. the land is living under a curse it's not like here in the garden animals don't eat each other in here they don't try to eat you you don't eat them so the ground itself became cursed and even humanity through Cain became cursed because of shedding of innocent blood blood of a brother all of humanity is one family when you kill anybody you are killing a family member we needed help the land is cursed people have had ancestors sacrifice babies and people some kind of gods that didn't even create the earth but they were trying to have good fields and crops and rains they were going to the wrong god but they were in such darkness and ignorance they didn't know about him so boy did we need Isaiah 61 the earth needs it also so from there Another child was born. His name was Seth. And he starts calling on the name of this Lord. So, what we had, God was starting over. He was going to work. Excuse me. God was going to start again through another child. One that had started calling on the name of the Lord. Through Seth. An ancestor comes named Noah, who saved all of humanity and all the animals. Now, that's a wild story, all these cursed animals. They all died. Then through Noah, eventually we get to this young man called Christ Jesus, came through the line of Seth. Everybody else came through the line of Cain. Now God starts working with the Spirit first, getting the Spirit of the Lord back into it, that carries the government of the kingdom back into the Spirit. He gets this land uncursed, changed into a land from the kingdom of heaven and light first. Then once that happens, an old waste of thoughts and concepts are changed, rebuilt these former things that used to be a part of our life then he can do some work so let's go back now to Isaiah 49 and let's continue reading He says to establish the earth. So we now see that the earth was a mess. It needed to be reestablished. Not only my physical body. But the earth out there itself. To cause both the earth. Physically. My spirit. And the planet earth. To inherit desolate Heritages. What the earth's heritage was, was it was to be as this Garden of Eden. This garden was to expand out. Inside a human, the physical body, the spirit, the spiritual mind was to inherit, to expand, to be given the heritage. Of the fullness of the image and likeness of its parents. And to be given its inheritance. The kingdom of heaven. To be a ruler and a manager. And to be a king. So these two things needed to happen. Well in the condition that we found ourselves in. That Isaiah 61 1 through 3 talks about we could not do this. But he's telling us, I'm going to help you. You need help. And he says, why am I going to do this? So that you may say to the prisoners, Pastor Deborah, and anybody else, go forth to them that are in the darkness. Come out, show yourselves. They shall be led in the ways of by my light by my spirit of the Lord I'll lead them in the right path and their pastures shall be in all the high places they're going to return to the high places of thinking they're not going to think in the dirt anymore that they're just a slave that they're just cursed they have to return in their spirit. To the high places of the kingdom of heaven. In their thinking. We hear that when Christ Jesus comes out of the wilderness. His first message is repent. Change change your thinking. Change your thoughts. Your concepts. Your ideas. Your philosophy. For the kingdom of heaven. Has returned these people had gotten off all of humanity into religion to all kinds of different gods and goddesses they had to change their thoughts he was going to help them and feed them while they're doing that nourish them, care for them he's going to help them restore these desolation these formal things that used to be a part of our lives and he says they shall not hunger or thirst, I will give them what they need spiritually. I'll give them the water, the love, the wine of the word, the meat, the food, everything their spirit eats and needs to eat. Because my words are spirit and they are life. He says, Neither shall they the heat smite them anymore. This burning of the darkness and Satan and the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes, that heat. Those deep, dark passions and anger and unforgiveness and jealousy will not burn inside of them anymore like it did inside of Cain against Abel. Or lusting for food or sex or pleasure or power. For he, this spirit of this Lord, this God that was going to help us, he'll have mercy on us. And he'll lead us and help us. He brought you here to the garden. A lot of you are not even accepted him yet, don't even know about him. Some of you knew about him as a child. You got way off. Some of you've done some bad, horrible things through your flesh and you need his mercy and forgiveness for those deeds and I will lead them he says my spirit of the Lord my love for you will lead you even by the springs of water will I guide you I will lead you give you everything spiritually your spirit needs every food every drink I'm not gonna leave you alone in this. You're you're like in I when you get accept this, you're like in ICU a lot of times. I will take care of you. Then let me take you. He said, also my mountains, my high places, my authority and dominion. They will be my highways for you that's verse 11 they'll be exalted high up I'll help you get there and everybody from far and wide from the north and the south and the west they will come just like you are now so Isaiah 61 is saying this is what I'm going to do because we needed to help this was all prophesying back then but you have to understand the condition that we're all in Pastor Deborah was in it I got saved very early but I still had a lot of ick that God had to heal a lot of light that had to come in a lot of new concepts and ideas my flesh had to die and my spirit had to rise as the king the kingdom of heaven had to become real now I want to take you to Isaiah 43 5 and he says look don't be afraid I'm with you and I'll bring your seed your children from everywhere I'll bring all humanity to me And I will declare. And so will Pastor Deborah. I will say to the north. Give up. And to the south. You step back. Bring my sons. And my children from afar. Bring my daughters. From the far ends of the earth. Everyone. That is called. And answers my call. I have called them by my name. And I have created this one. I will recreate all for my glory. Everyone that is called by my name, I will remake them. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the death with ears let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled who among them can declare this and show these former things to you let them bring forth their witnesses and declare But you will be my witnesses. You that are here in the garden. You that I've reached through Isaiah 61. In my spirit of the Lord. You Pastor Deborah. You will be my witnesses. Whom I have chosen. And I believe. And understand. That he is God. And I had to learn that Isaiah 61 was telling me all of these things. Because I was getting ready to help you. To reach out to you spiritually. And to believe in this spiritual world. And to know that you were needed the spirit of the Lord. I had to get it. So I and my words could be anointed to you. That I would believe that you would be sitting out here in my trees in the Spirit. And I could go anywhere. That there would be nothing impossible for this God to do to reach you. He was going to be working through His Spirit of the Lord. He was going to be raising up these former desolations, the earth itself. He was going to raise me up as a king of the kingdom of heaven I could speak to the earth I could talk to the wind the fish one of my great stories of when I finally was there it's called Dr. Doolittle and Narnia I take walks in my neighborhood this was years ago I'm walking on a road by myself and all of a sudden this eagle is flying over my head Which we have eagles flying around all the time. And excuse me. And all of a sudden he starts talking to me and said the dogs were telling him that a man on a motorized bicycle was coming to kill me. He had a a gun under his vest with a silencer on it because I had become too dangerous and I was causing too much problems to Satan and his kingdom and I'm going God is that eagle talking to me he goes yes you have prayed for all in nature and animals your heart breaks for the mistreatment and cutting off their shark fin and eating them and all the wet market animals and all the abuse of all the animals I have heard your cries and your prayers for their mercy that they would die quickly I've seen your anger towards the humans and they abuse these precious animals. Did you know in China, this godless country, there are some cities that once a year they collect all the stray dogs. They pull their arms back. They torture them so cortisol will be shooting through their blood. Then they slaughter them. And then they take their blood to get the cortisol. They want that for sexual enhancement. They believe shark fins will give them sexual enhance. They are the most ungodliest people towards animals and nature. They kicked God out a long time ago. And everything with it. You think that country is run by loving people? It's run by a dragon. They'll tell you that. They lift up animals and they abuse them. And I just knew that. And I prayed for the animals that God would have mercy. In Satanism, they kill dogs and cats and cows and horses. They use their blood and they drink it, trying to get power and have demons come in who think that are connected to every animal. You look back in the civilization, people associated gods and demons with animals. I once I got that about animals I prayed for God to have mercy on them. Humans were mistreating them and killing them mercilessly. They were abusing them. So the animals started hearing this and they all spoke to God on my behalf. Because they too were groaning under the stain and the subjection to sin and to Satan, to ungodly people. So God was saying, Yes, that eagle's talking to me. The dogs had heard, the animals, every living creature had heard. I prayed for them. I cared deeply what was happening to them. And they wanted to help me now. They saw my genuine love for them, which Adam had in the garden and they wanted to help so the dogs heard this man coming they saw that they got ears you don't even know what they watchers i've had owls and snakes watch me with demons in them we learned from the garden that a demon can get in a serpent anything made of flesh i've seen them in trees seen them in cats so, this eagle's telling me what the dogs were barking, just like in the 101 Dalmatian. Communication was coming from the dogs to the eagle to tell me about this man on a motorized bicycle. So, what I did was I prayed. I said, Father, I cancel that assignment of death against me. I call it down null and void. Satan will not have his way and his desires today. That death assignment is canceled. Done in the name of Jesus. It's Just a few nanoseconds after that. A man on a motorized bicycle. I'd never seen in my neighborhood before. Went right by me. Went down a little ways. Turned around and the plan was he was going to shoot me on the way out. With a gun with the silencer. I'd fall over on the ground and he'd be gone. Nobody would ever know what happened to me. I'd have a gunshot probably to the head or the heart and be dead. Well that got cancelled because of the animals rose up and started helping me, just like they did Adam. You watch Narnia, they help the children. They talk. It's not the animals' fault that they're mad at us. We learn they are cursed, they are abused. There's a dread on them from us. But once they find out you love them. Even the big ones. And you care for them. And you'll help them. They're here to help us. God told me that all the chickens and the turkeys had asked that they would be slaughtered. They would f- sacrifice their lives for me. I was trying to get in shape and lose weight. They volunteered to die for me. Hoping I would eat them all of creation the trees the water the winds they are subject to satan and his powers any time a storm comes i speak to the winds and tell it it does not have to obey satan's demons i tell the lightning what to do the hurricanes what to do all of nature is suffering They are waiting for us humanity to rise up in the spirit of the Lord as a king. The rightful rulers of this planet. Under the kingdom of heaven under God. And to speak and to rule and manage. I have to deal with leaders of countries. I have to prophesy some stuff to them. And I have to take them before the courtroom of the judge of the universe it is hard being a judge and it is hard being a ruler but my job is to rule this planet the nature the animals care for it like adam did in the garden but i couldn't do it until i had an I- isaiah 61 freed me then i had to have my mind changed i had to come out of religion i had to think kingdom and kings And territory and land. So we're learning Isaiah 61. We're in a mess. The land's in a mess. The animals are in a mess. Nations and governments are in a mess. And it will only change and can be helped when you find Isaiah 61. And the spirit of the Lord comes to you and heals you and frees you. And you start raising up the former desolations. And you start putting back the heritages and the inheritance of the kingdom back into your spirit. And it gets in your soul. And you realize you are not an American. You're not of this planet. I'm an off alien being spiritually. People ask me where I'm born. I go kingdom of heaven my dirt now is from this earth I can speak to anything I have authority as a king spiritually over the viruses over the dirt I care for the dirt I make sure it gets the right dirt and nutrients you have to love the dirt and the earth but you have to know it's cursed and it's going to die one day and I'm going to get a new body and I'm going to be on a new earth. to be no more curses. That is the condition. That the spirit of the Lord. Finds humanity in. And he's saying I'm coming. My day of vengeance is coming. I'm going to have vengeance against. Hell death and the grave. Sickness and illness against the demonic. And I'm going to set some prisoners free. So they can rebuild. Up here. Concepts and thoughts. They can repent. And change their ideas. And for the kingdom of heaven. Is at hand. Not a religion. Not a denomination. Not faith. But a kingdom. A government. A territory. With a king. Has returned to planet earth. If you would like to have this kingdom to come into you. And Isaiah 61 to begin to work in your life. And you to become a tree of righteousness. So you can get on working. And building up things within yourself. To reach out into the world and help others. And to become a friend of the earth. And the animals. Then just nod your head. You don't have to do much. He hears your little voice. He sees your heart. Father. You brought these people here. To apply. Isaiah 61. In their lives. To make them trees of righteousness. To put on them new garments. Of praise. The oil of joy. Give them beauty for ashes. To tell them. The prison doors are opened. You have work for them to do, to build up the former waste in their mind and their concepts and ideas, to renew, to become the image and likeness that they were created to be, to have the mind of Christ up here, to think as a king, a ruler and a manager. No longer to just be a victim and a survivor. To take over and rule their own soul and flesh and bone and this dirt body, this earth. So they can be the masters of it. Father, let it be so. Apply Isaiah 61 in their life. Bring the kingdom of love, joy, and peace into their spirits. Do your work that your word was sent to do. Do not let it come back to you void this day. Do your work, Father. This is for your glory. And your glory alone. That you may be lifted up. And all of creation can say, Oh my God, what a God you are. There is none like you. There is none that can do what you can do. Father. Let this day. Be fulfilled in their ears. And let the day go forward. That a great light. Has shone upon them. And let it bring. Great heartache to Satan. And his kingdom. Take territory of spirits. Conquer lands that you have desired to conquer. Rise them up, Father. Put majestic clothes on them. And begin teaching them. In the ways of the kingdom. Amen. Wow. Look at all what's going on. Goodness. When you leave the garden. And you get back into your body. Your soul may not know what's happened. Some will. You might feel different. Might take you a little while. For the reality to set in. You might get verbally attacked. Physically attacked. Sickness might come. Demons might come. They will know what's happened spiritually. But hold. Ask God to protect you. He will. Because you just came a traitor to Satan and he didn't take it lying down. some people are going to die because of this but we'll get them don't worry we won't lose one. Go and be nice to nature go and pray for your nation they are your family pray for the earth pray for the animals. Be kind to one another. Most of all get to know this spirit of the Lord God, the Holy Spirit, the young man who brought him, Christ Jesus, and his Father, the most high God. Enjoy your trip home. The bluebirds will take you, you don't have to worry. You may come any time you desire to the garden. The cherubim will know you, you'll nod his head, point away. Love always and forever. Pastor Deborah. And I hope what we're doing okay. You're enjoying this. And I'll be back maybe later today. With another one. Gotta go fix lunch. Love you.